0: that's join M-I-D-I, dot com.
1: back this is john it's paul and
2: it's eric
1: yes what if geeks and we are here at the end of august with a geekly weekly or a geekly bi-weekly because we're uh woke oh i know <laughs> bi-weekly is okay sorry <laughs> we're, curious, we're, we're curious so it's bi-weekly <laughs> we're very curious as to what this week is bringing us <laughs> dad jokes stay tuned guys <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. All right. So um I guess real quick, um, what's everybody been up to? How we doing? We having fun? I'm told we're having fun. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what I heard too. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: what I get too. So all right, cool. Yeah, nothing new for anybody. Anybody into anything? Uh, I don't, Paul, you were the only one of us to make
3: it to MegaCon. Yeah, made it to MegaCon. It was uh it was good. There was I feel like there were fewer vendors than, than in years past, maybe because they didn't have it last year. Um, uh, and we went Friday. So it, the crowd was not as heavy as it was going to be on the weekends. Um, saw in the uh, celebrity part where Shatner was, um, but he wasn't there that minute, but he was there Friday. Um, it was like, I forget, 90 bucks to get a picture or an autograph of Shatner or something crazy like that. Jesus Christ. Uh, sure. Maybe maybe more. Um, the guy, Adam Savage from Mythbusters was like 50 bucks. Um, that was nuts. A um, lot of cool stuff. Um, and my kids really had a good time. Uh, so it was the last.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember the mega con I went to a few years back. It was very expensive but uh, yeah i liked it unfortunately i was down with covid so yay but uh so i'm glad i didn't buy tickets to it um yeah so i mean that just been doing the same shit here like i told you guys before we started recording yesterday i took the whole family to uh, disney to hollywood studios and we rode everything and it was it was a good time it was fun it was nice and sunny And the rain started coming for about a split second. And I was like, all right, it's going to cool off. And then it stopped. I said, never mind. (laughs) Damn it. Okay. But yeah, all in all, it was a good day. You know, you know, Hollywood Studios is like a half day park. So we went for a good few hours and came home. So it was a good time.
3: Do you do do the, uh, they don't do fast passes anymore. What are they, the genie
1: thing? Do you do any of that? and yeah, they got a genie thing but no i've got the um, the disability pass cuz i'm all broken and so i can just get a return time for stuff so we really didn't need any of that but um the line it was surprisingly not empty but open like it wasn't as crowded as some days i've remembered going there so it was a good time it was you know the the crowd was there but it wasn't like the massive throngs of people that have been there on other days i've gone you know we could barely walk yeah if you got on
2: every ride i think must not been that bad
1: yeah no almost every ride was the ones that we did not get return times for which was like i'd say two-thirds of the rides we didn't need a return time for they were like a 15 minute wait tops
2: that's not bad. And yeah, yeah so. that's a good deal the only the only time we ever had like maybe like a month after the pandemic or something maybe it was a little longer than that we went yeah. Before our passes expired, our annual passes expired. It was dead. We were able to do whatever we wanted, but right—that's rare. It's super yep. rare. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yesterday was like the perfect day. So hopefully, whenever we go back to one of the other parks, uh, it'll be similar because it was nice not having to deal with all the crowds. So, all right, cool. Do so you want to get into this? Yeah. Yeah, sure thing. So You did an amazing job. Why don't you uh, start walking (laughs) through some of this shit?
2: (laughs) So uh, last week, uh, the 23rd through the 26th was CinemaCon at Caesars Palace in Vegas. That's sort of like the Hollywood Comic-Con, right? So it's for movies and TV shows and stuff. Um, A few things came out of that that I thought were interesting. And I hate to bore everybody with with statistic data, but I just thought this was interesting because we've talked so much about... Uh, movie theaters and how it seems like they're going to flop and um, how they've struggled through this pandemic stuff. Well, not even struggled, they just fucking closed. But, yeah. um, you know, what was going to happen of it? So the, uh, the uh, National Association of Theater Owners and the Motion Picture Association apparently did enough lobbying during the pandemic and got enough money funneled down to uh, theaters, like particularly mom and, Thop, mom, mom and pop theaters, um, that they were able to actually stay open and survive this. So uh, the stat they gave during that um, uh, press roundtable, which was the the National Association of Theaters CEO, who's John Fidian, Um, he was talking about you know kind of all the all the data behind it. But so there was about forty three thousand theaters in the U.S. pre-pandemic, and now there's only forty two thousand. So they really didn't lose hardly any. It seems like, and now some of those were saved by. You know, bankruptcy filings and reorganizing. So it wasn't all pandemic money that saved them. But I was actually shocked to hear that number. Is it thousand theaters? That's all we lost in in you know what has it been a year and three months with like almost no movies? Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) shocking. Actually,
1: I really thought
3: they were. I thought would have been yeah. I thought it yeah. would have been a lot more than
2: that. Yeah, exactly. I thought it would have been like a quarter of the industry. In fact, he said during his speech that he thought half of them would probably close. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say a quarter was low, but okay. But yeah, so, you know, th- th- there was a few that didn't make it. But uh, but overall, apparently, did really, really well, considering. But now, th- this leaves another uh, another sort of question about what happens in the future, right, because uh, you guys know like Warner Brothers Studios is doing what they call now day and date, which is when you drop it in theaters and on your streaming service at the same time, which a lot of people are bitching about, uh, you know, in the movie theater industry, right, Sure. Uh, but then there's also uh, there's also this other thing that I never even really thought about, but now that stuff is going to streaming either immediately or or even if it's just quickly like maybe it goes to the theater for a month or something and then goes to streaming it's being pirated like a motherfucker now because there's so many different venues people can get the movies on so that yeah
1: that sounds so that, better
2: <laughs> well so that people people aren't paying they're not paying for the streaming really they're not paying for the theater so so you know there's like sort of a lingering um a lingering revenue issue that that exists, even if theaters are open now and they keep doing it both ways, you know, it's actually still doing a lot of harm. Dropping it on streaming first for that reason, just for you know, people will pirate it and then never never go watch it, and never pay for it. And so, um, you know, there is good news out of the thing, which is that. Uh, you know, film production is actually starting to stabilize now, they're actually starting to release shit, everything's not being delayed anymore, and there's a whole sort of slew of movies in the backlog that are going to be coming out soon, and at least a chunk of them will be in theater releases. Like, like Free Guy, Free Guy, they did it, to, did it to theaters and decided not to do the streaming, and so there's going to be more like that, but you know, uh, companies like Warner Brothers, I just mentioned a minute ago, are still sticking with this day and date thing, at least through the end of the year right um, so you know who knows what what they uh what I heard about them was that um starting next year and it's not going to be every movie but a fair chunk of them they're going to do a theater release and then you know the old timeline you, you'd wait three months maybe more before it ended up they're going to do 45 days exclusive for the theater starting next year and then they'll go to streaming or put them on I thought a at some point it was going to be like 17 day didn't yeah, did we we'll hear see. that?
3: Oh, it was it was around all the uh, Troll, when Trolls World Tour came out, straight to video, like at the beginning of the pandemic, and and one of the theater lines, I don't know, AMC or one of those, like flipped out and said, yeah. "All right, Universal, we're not carrying any of your movies anymore." Yeah, and they worked yeah. out some deal where, like, all right, you'll get it, but it, the number was like way less than forty five. It was like seventeen or twenty or something like that. Um, yeah, so wonder-
2: the, that. You're exactly right on the people. That was AMC and Universal that came yep. to that agreement for the theatrical window. 17 days is the right number, too. <laughs> <laughs> Very good memory, Paul. <laughs> I
3: wonder if, though, if with the rise of the Delta variant, I wonder if now theaters are, right? We're not shut down. We're not in a shutdown. But I wonder if people are like, I'm just not ready for the theater yet. Like, I'm, I'm just not, or, or they were about to be ready, And then Delta happens and they're like, I'm not right.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. So this is probably a bit of a a theater association propaganda, but I was reading an article about it and they were saying, you know, movie theater is actually one of the least risky places to get COVID because people are in there sitting in a seat socially distanced everybody's facing like forward you know they're not like right. looking at each other or talking at each other and so again that may be a little bit of theater propaganda but but the thing i was reading say so you're, you're far less and, and plus they're doing cleanings in between all the movies and, and you're quiet right you're not yeah and you're not talking, talking. Yeah, yeah 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 so that makes sense it makes sense it, ma- it makes sense but also i don't think it's gonna get people to rush back to the theater. No. <laughs> uh um, a couple other things that came out of uh, CinemaCon, um, they did a number of exclusive trailer trailer releases, and they wouldn't allow people to record them, so I cannot find them online. We're just gonna have to wait. But uh, several companies did sort of like word by word breakdowns of what was going on in it. So I thought a couple of those were interesting. Um, Matrix Four was was one of the big ones that they had. Uh, if you guys click the link in the in the outline there, it's got like a. Uh, You know, verbal breakdown or whatever of of not a verbal but uh, written 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 breakdown of how how the thing goes but so uh, the official title of that is going to be matrix resurrections. Um, And although I said I couldn't find the trailer online anywhere is expected to be released to the public sometime soon. Um, the way that trailer is set up and I, I won't go through the line by line you guys can, can look at it if you want but um, I mean basically it seems like Neil Patrick Harris is playing a uh, shrink at the beginning talking to Neo about whether he's crazy or not um, remembering what he thinks he remembers from the Matrix you know it, it's almost like it's some, something is reset he's kind of like trapped in some uh matrix limbo or something and and in the in the trailer it says uh he runs into trinity and she but at like a coffee shop and she's like do i know you have we met before you know and then there's this whole weird scene with like a bunch of pills being like poured out blue pills being poured out and then you get a matrix uh uh what the hell's his name uh oh gosh i forgot Who's got to give him a the pill wow um, Morpheus. Yeah, 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 Morpheus, thanks, Morpheus. <laughs> and there's like a voiceover, it's a voiceover of Morpheus saying something about taking the red pill or whatever. So I don't know what this movie's gonna be after reading that. I'm kind of a little bit confused about what the storyline is.
1: Yeah, the the thing I read too on a different article was basically it was kind of like the Matrix found a way to reset itself and trap him again. But he's still within his memory, you know, he's got suppressed memories of what happened and that's why he sees Neil Patrick Harris therapist and yeah. And it's that whole thing. And like the blue pills is actually, he's taking them like as a daily, uh, daily regimen
3: or whatever. Yeah. He stays in the matrix.
1: Right. It's and so those pills that spill into a sink or whatever, I guess are his. So then I guess, uh, it's finally, when Morpheus finally finds him, gets him the red pill. But yeah, so I think essentially, it, I mean, it almost sounds like it's gonna be one of our favorite uh words the, the infamous reboot quill, yeah. where, <laughs> okay. where it's which I'm, I'm good with because it's still a continuation of the story, mm-hmm. but if it kind of hits a soft reset on it a little bit for younger audiences, that's cool. It definitely sounded interesting. And it's funny too that you said you can't find it any online anywhere because when I saw the the, uh, the notice drop that it had dropped to CinemaCon, I went and looked online. And of course, immediately it was, you know, Matrix 4 trailer or whatever. So I would click it. And at first, you would hear what sounded like some of the words. So I guess somebody might have recorded it like hidden. The audio. Yeah. Yeah, so the, you got some of the audio and like it was like a hallway and you heard like the, am I crazy? We don't use that word here, whatever. But it was talking, it was hard to hear. And then it would flash here and there. And then I realized, okay, wait, no. That's a shot of Keanu Reeves from John Wick.
0: And that's, a, <laughs>
1: so that I was like, yeah. that, okay, that's a fan-made bullshit. So <clears throat> clicked on another one. And the other one was completely different but it kind of sounded like it could be something all right and then I caught something in that one I was like nope you're wrong and the last one I clicked I almost thought I found it because it was similar to the second one but a lot of the bullshit that I caught right away in the middle was cut out so I was like okay I know they added that other part in (laughs) so maybe I found it but then by the end I was like nope yeah so yeah three times three times I tried it'd be great if you had
3: a a trailer that was spliced together from like john wick special agent utah you know from point break special agent utah and then from bill and ted and then from something else
2: yeah so the very first one i looked at almost kind of was not bill and ted but almost was that because i remember i I, probably the same one you pulled up at first it's definitely a trailer it's like you see uh you see him from i don't even know what movie that was but he's got a little bit longer hair where it's like a little below his ears or something and he's saying one thing and then it switches to a different image I think it was Constantine yeah I think mean, it was Constantine I mean, one was Constantine one was Point Break but it was the John Wick one that triggered me when he was outside in the rain or whatever I'm like, what yeah the with the beard off. and everything I was like that's
1: <laughs> legit straight out of John Wick I was like I remember that scene you're full of shit but and then they just it some shots of him as Neo and Show him. the other people chasing down the bus in speed like all of it
2: yeah all of it <laughs> Yeah, so uh, there was also the a... The Matrix
1: can't go below 55. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> <Bode. laughs>
2: Jesus. There was also a couple of scenes. It's not a proper trailer, but there's a couple of scenes extra they showed uh, for Robert Pattinson or Matt Reeves' Batman, whichever one you want to call it. Um, not not much. I mean, it was like a first view of um, uh, Andy Circus. Uh, as um, Alfred, okay, and yep. uh, they did a couple new scenes of uh, what's her name, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, um, yep. as Catwoman. But then, what was a company with this that I thought was interesting, and maybe we're talking about for a second, was that they opened it with uh, like Pattinson and Matt Reeves talking about what they were doing, you know, for the movie, right? And they're just talking about how it's like a radically different Batman; it's very grounded. He's not going to be like a superhero. He's got, well, he is a superhero, but you know what I mean? He's not like over the top, like he's been in some things like Batman versus Superman. Um, right. You know, he has, his, his suit actually has armor plates on it to like sort of drill in the fact that he's, he's human and mortal, you know? Right. So,
1: you know, I've been holding out hope for this movie because I love Batman. Uh, I even held on to the fact that Robert Pattinson is a good enough actor to play this. The minute I read radically different take than the other, I was like, ah, oh, here we go again. Every time <laughs> I see the words radically different from other iterations of a character, you make me nervous. You just you make me nervous. So we'll see. I'm still gonna hold out hope for it. Yeah, because that so, one trailer so, looked good.
2: So there is supposed to hopefully. Uh, be a formal trailer released at DC Fandom, which will be uh, October. I forgot to put it in the thing, October sixteenth, yeah,
0: yep, yep. If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause.
2: Nice. And then uh, there was one other movie on there I just thought was super interesting. And I actually, I forgot that there was actually some scenes, like maybe a teaser trailer or something released like a year ago, over a year ago for this. And I just forgot about it. And it was uh, Samaritan. It's like a Sylvester Stallone movie where he plays like a washed up superhero that supposedly died like two decades prior to when the movie takes place. And he's just sort of living a normal life, denying that he was ever a superhero. And then some kid next door or down the street or whatever recognizes him, not recognizes, but i think you're that superhero and he's like no i'm not kid shut the fuck up and then something happens he gets in an accident or something gets hit by a truck i don't know what it said about the thing but his bones are all shattered and shit and then the kid sees him like sort of like popping his shit back into place and then he's like aha you are him you know that kind of thing right right and, and so there's apparently like a super action-packed um superhero movie but it's done more kind of in the style of like uh, uh what was that one will smith did where he's sort of like uh Hancock. Hancock, Hancock, like more in that style, where you know it's sort of more a little bit more not realistic necessarily, but you know what I mean, like it's yeah. more grounded, uh, to a yeah, real a person movie. or whatever. Hancock was um, a
1: pretty good movie. I liked Hancock, so I and I like sylvester stallone so I'm all about this one.
2: Uh, was, something was, I've read
1: this morning that mm-hmm. kind of I'll just uh, go ahead if you want to finish
2: up Samaritan. Oh well, I was just gonna say real quick. I, I was listening to a, a reading. I think comments from the director, and he was talking about how they had Stallone do like a shit ton of action in this. And he was like, "I'm totally shocked that at 73 years old, he was able to do this stuff." He's like, "You're gonna be super impressed." So I'm kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to see where it's at.
1: Right. Oh, well, on a Stallone note, uh, I read this morning on a news article uh, they're coming back with another Expendables. Mm. did you guys see that
2: no i didn't see that yeah so
1: him statham lundgren they're all back um and there's a handful of others that are in it i forget who but a couple of newer characters coming in but um yeah so i mean and i like the expendables series i thought it was great it was you know it was a lot of fun for an 80s fan yeah but yeah there's a bunch of people in this one too so don't know what the hell it's gonna be about but. They're not about anything. Like that's the best part about those movies. There's some yeah. weird. There's
3: a, there's a MacGuffin. There's a mission.
1: There, yeah. There's, there's a MacGuffin. They gotta there's go a MacGuffin that stuff. has to
3: happen, and and then they're just like, all right, who do we have in this movie? Okay, let's let's draw straws and just see who's going to fight, and we'll just figure out how we're going to get each of these guys individually or collectively on some sort of battlefield, and let's just fight.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 So yeah, so I'm all for it. Uh, I think it's still in the early stages, so. But I read that this morning. I was like, "Oh, cool! I like that."
2: Uh, all right. So uh, one more, one more thing out of out of CinemaCon that I missed. Um, Sony uh, did uh, just like a presentation about all the stuff they're working on and doing or whatever. Um, something that came up in that though was that they've uh, maybe unofficially, but you know, very much in front of everybody here, um, have rebranded their Spider-Man Marvel Cinematic Universe um, with a new name because it's gone by the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters or something to date, right? It's just sort of a a generic name that nobody actually uses. And now they put uh, a branding on it really. So they're calling it Sony's Spider-Man universe. And (laughs) while that sounds stupid uh, still, it made me think that they'll, it probably means that whatever they've worked out with Marvel, that they're going to try to continue that now for the long term, I think. I don't feel like they bother with this and showing the videos and then having this branding kind of thing if that wasn't their intent.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to try try desperately to renew their deal because um, like, like we've been talking for a while now, once Disney finally decides they've had enough of playing nice, they're just going to back up that Brinks truck and unload a shit ton of money. Um, about maybe three or four days before the trailer dropped, I saw another article that was like reigniting that fire about Disney considering just buying it all out again. I'm like, oh, I know they drop that story what once every year or two, mm-hmm. but right before the movie comes out, right before the deal is over, yeah, because again, he is the people don't necessarily associate Spider-Man with Sony anymore. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Common people do not, they don't, they don't get who Fox owned before. They don't get, you know, they don't understand the thing with Hulk. They don't understand the Spider-Man thing. They just know now Spider-Man is running around with the Marvel guys. So they associate him with Disney. And eventually disney's gonna pull the trigger on that one and be like let us buy it all back and that was the article was basically like they're looking at their options of either just buying the rights back to all the characters or pulling more weight and trying to buy out some of like the sony pictures part of it which is or it was part of it because it was also like They've got their video game things with Spider Man Two that Disney can get control of, and it was weird. It was like a whole big thing. I'm like, these guys are about to drop billions again, <laughs> but they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Disney. Yeah. So, I would I would not be surprised if by the end of next year we hear that they've just bought it out at, outright. Then all we got left is Universal and the Hulk.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and s- Disney's gonna own fucking Universal Studios too. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one gigantic fucking park in Orlando. That's just—you think you had gondolas going from park to park before? <laughs> you have giant tubes that shoot you from right. Magic Kingdom to Island of Adventure. <laughs>
2: uh, at some point, the government will intervene and be like, "No more. This is yeah. this is too ridiculous." <laughs> You're gigantic, yeah, then no, at this point, Disney you know, will buy them out. Pseudo monopoly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fine, we'll buy the FCC if that's what you want. But...
1: <laughs> By the entire American government. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh sorry to rearrange things on you but sticking on movies i somehow uh i somehow mi- missed this one until there was an announcement about casting and i'm not even going to talk about who was cast but there's apparently a lion king prequel movie in the works and it's based on that stupid reboot with the with the you know photorealistic animals or whatever they are doing right. a whole nother fucking movie some like, more lions
3: with no emotions like yeah the can't
2: i don't even know what the i mean i do know what they're thinking they're thinking, okay, we got 1.6 billion off the first Lion King remake, so let's try again. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. what they're thinking. But and, and they didn't they didn't uh, they didn't cover anything about what the story is. I wasn't able to find that anywhere. I mean, it's going to be about Mufasa when he's younger and his brother Scar, who apparently has a different name. Scar is just the nickname, and they have a real name for him. That that'll be a part of that, but. Um, I was just you know you know how much i hated that movie so i'm just really upset that they're making a prequel to it, and they don't even yeah. have james james earl jones for christ's sake but well, like you said 1.6 billion <laughs> people are oh, like look guys.
1: they're just trying to build up that buy sony out money that's all they're doing <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh one other thing i saw uh twitter actually um dave about Dave Bautista uh, posted a tweet tagging Jason Momoa about, uh, you know, it was like, hey, heads up or whatever. Um, Just thought I'd put this out there. We're gonna do a buddy cop movie together. <laughs> and so there was this little chain that went along with it, but apparently uh, they are doing one together and I, I don't think it's been even written yet, but um, uh, David Light, who did the uh, Hobbs and Shaw, uh, movie is going to direct this thing and then Dave, Dave Batista and Jason Momoa as as two buddy cops Momoa apparently based on the tweets uh had some ideas about what uh, what it might be and and how they should do the story and they wanted to film it in Hawaii so that's about all I can tell you right now but it sounded really interesting to me I've not seen Longer. the show I've not seen this
3: show. It's on Apple TV. It's called See. Yeah, i is in, and I guess Batista's in this new season because there was an ad with them, like looking at oh. each other. Although the whole uh, premise of the show is no one in that in that world can see. So maybe they don't know that they're yeah. I, to
1: I watched uh, Heather and I watched three episodes of it, and we were like, "I, right, you've lost us." It's kind of yeah, yeah. No one can see. There's like, like everybody's blind. Yeah, but somehow they're still able to fight. Like. Like good fight scenes, <laughs> like really. <laughs> I know if I were blind, how that fight would go. <laughs> everyone's Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, they're also
2: uh, they're also uh, cast together in that Dune reboot that's coming. Yeah, the the yeah.
1: So yeah, so apparently they're getting to be good buddies, which is good I really because sense. I mean, look, as much as I mean, I love Jason Momoa. Um, I have to watch anything with him in it because my wife will drag me to it anyway. Um, Dave Bautista, I, I've liked everything he's done, right? But um, he, he needs some friends in Hollywood because uh, I don't know if you guys saw this article. He was in an interview. Um, I forget what it was about, right? Um, and they, the interviewer asked him like, oh, well, you know, you've got like, you know, a bunch of you guys have kind of made this trek now from wrestling into acting. And, you know, you've got Dwayne Johnson and John Cena and, you know, he was nodding and they said, uh, you know, is there ever, you know, an opportunity for like the three of you to do a movie together? And he straight up said, no, I don't ever want to do anything with those guys. Uh, he said, you know, they're as the way he said it is very uh, like it was a, a Hollywood prima donna thing to say. Like he was like, they're wrestlers that got into acting. I'm something different. I was like, "Wow, wow, okay." He's like, and "He's like, I'm an artist. I want to work." And then he was like, "I want to work with guys like, um, uh, who's the the and Dune? What's
3: the, redo, what's the redo Shakespeare with Sir Anthony Hopkins or? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the director of Dune? I'm gonna fuck his name up. What? The director of Dune? The oh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, that one. I was like, <laughs> Billy Dillon, yeah, that guy. Like, he's like, I want to do stuff with guys like that, and whatever. So uh, he wants to go more, which, I mean, I understand he wants to broaden his acting chops and everything, but I was like, dude, slow down. You're still Play right. Play a your role, Batista. There. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking Batista. You're, you're the yeah. third one to try this. Right. That's been remotely successful. The others, there have been many that have tried it, and have been horrendous.
2: Also, so, have you have you seen your emotional scenes in Army of the Dead? Because that's what I was about to say too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> range. <laughs> you don't have much range. <laughs>
2: it's, got, it's got good, got good reach, but not range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We don't, we don't want that sm- we don't want that smoke with batista he looks close enough to us to Yeah, yeah. Like Dave batista, please
1: don't kill us we
3: love He'll you to be here in two hours <laughs>
1: we love you we're sorry don't kill us oh <laughs> uh, know, yeah, someone's got to put everybody in their place Might as well be me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right
1: moving on what else we got moving on
2: uh i wanted to mention this for for any gamer nerds out there listening um square enix uh who owns all the rights to all the uh final fantasy original games or whatever has decided well they actually decided a little while ago but that they're going to re-release all of the final fantasy titles for nintendo and snes so that's final fantasy one through six on pc and on uh iphone and android and so awesome they have redone all the menus and everything so that it works with the mobile phone well or with oh, cool. PC better that you know you don't need the uh controller, you know, kind of old school control or anything to play them. They've also added yeah. some things in for like the completionists among us, like a bestiary. So you can like collect sort of all the monsters that you run into and you can go to different parts of the map to find the ones you're missing and shit. So you oh, know, if cool. you want to be like a total completionist through the game, you can do that um then they they added in some augmented reality stuff which made me laugh so uh you can like use the camera on your phone so that the the battle scenes happen with like the backdrop of whatever you're looking at with your
1: phone. yeah like kind of like pokemon go
2: does yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> which oh, that's awesome. pretty interesting. so they they released the first three last month actually um and the remaining three are going to be released this month um so they've completely redone all the 2d pixel art now it looks very much the same but they had to redo it to work on like the modern high resolution screens because if you try to take the old stuff and stretch it you know it gets all fucked up and looks weird so so they've sort of redone it still in the original style and everything um to make it work and then they've remastered all the music so it's not all going to be 8-bit music and part of what they did is they made it so that you can choose the music anytime you want it's like you got a player while you're playing the game. So you don't have to listen oh. to like the same, the same little song over and over. Cause you're in a certain area, like you did on the NES. You can, you can play it wherever. And you actually get rights to have that music and play it wherever you want. It doesn't have to be in the game. And there's also some uh, free uh, free wallpapers and stuff they're throwing in for people that do pre-orders. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, so the only thing that I'm gonna complain about just the one thing is that I saw that they had a steam on bundle, you can get uh bundle on steam steam on bundle okay bundle on steam. <laughs> you can get all That's six... something different <laughs> yeah. you can get all six titles one buy you get the ones that are already out and then you get the ones that are coming out soon with 75 bucks wow i'm like wow. so you know the 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 idea of re-releasing an old game I, that happens a lot people charge you know three five dollars a title yeah, i mean yeah. they're effectively with the discount you're buying all six I mean, you're still paying whatever the hell that is. I, I don't know, but you know, a lot. Uh, it's got to be 12 bucks a title or something, right? I was like, yeah, it is. What the hell? I mean, that's a lot for an old NES game. Even with the remastering, you don't, know, it seems crazy. So you can buy the titles individually if you want. Uh, they range in price from $12, so it's $11.99. Uh, for Final Fantasy One, up to I think it's eighteen ninety nine or seventeen ninety nine for for Final Fantasy Six. So they kind of scale the price up a little if you want to buy them individually. But anyway, just thought I'd put that out there. I will probably probably buy one of them just to play it and see. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't justify seventy five bucks though.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the app store now. Twelve bucks for the original Final Fantasy, and I at first I was like, oh well you know I've got the originals on my uh, Raspberry Pi. Yeah, so, yeah. whatever. But with all that added shit, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have to spell it in 12 bucks, at least on one yeah. of them. See how much I like it.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it might be worth it for a couple of them. There's some in that series that are really pretty good, but they didn't add I any... I uh, all of them. They didn't add any story content or anything like that. They were pretty explicit about that. Um, they did add some monsters here and there and some other new stuff, but nothing that would change the gameplay, really. Aside from you know, fixing the menus and stuff. So it'll work fine on new devices, right? That's
1: cool. Yeah. I'm gonna Check out at least the first one.
2: We'll see if it works for them. I, it's an interesting concept, not an interesting concept. It's a known, but I mean, trying to do it like that, where you're doing like a whole series, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. It, we're just gonna do all of them. Here you go. <laughs> you yeah. Know, but, but trying to charge that kind of money. I don't know. I don't know if there are that many diehard fans.
1: Well, like I even like I liked the original ones because I like all that Dungeons and Dragons, Dragon Warrior, Final Fantasy shit back in the day. Dragon Warrior is another
2: great one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that one. Um, But once they got to like, I I don't want to say it was like maybe seven is one I remember where the dude had the little Gatling gun on his arm and everything. It started (laughs) to lose me. It was like it was getting there was too many things going on in the game and I, I got lost.
2: Yeah, I mean, the old ones are definitely very uh, sort of medieval sorcerers and magic kind of stuff, or whatever. And then I don't remember what title it was either, but at some point they like threw in like steampunk kind of stuff and it got a little bit wild. Actually, the one I have Final Fantasy 15 for the PlayStation 4.
0: If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause.
2: And that one is very much like different <laughs> it's very <laughs> modern you know they've got you got like vehicles and stuff you can drive around it it's very very different than the originals but it could still be fun
4: yeah yeah I think um, it
2: was I think it was actually six that introduced the steampunk stuff but I'm not positive maybe
1: it was I don't remember but like I said once it got into that stuff I was like you're losing me so I went back to play like old school shit. <laughs> yeah
2: all right uh trailers, trailers. You Talk trailers
1: yeah start with the
2: second yeah. one okay so uh star and wars after,
1: after the sorry after the trailers i gotta take a quick break to help noah out with something
2: okay no worries so uh star wars visions is a japanese anime um medieval shogun kind of reimagining of Of the star wars universe where the jedi are almost like samurai or something it's Mm -hmm. it's an interesting concept and uh the actually the the production of it looks really kind of sweet to be honest yeah it looks pretty neat i uh i watched the the japanese version of it and i was kind of like oh man this is extreme but then but then i watched that english dub over that you sent it um and it's actually still got like the same sort of decent voice acting and everything like it didn't seem so you know because for me I, I can watch foreign film stuff fine and i don't mind with the subtitles but i tend to watch a lot less of that stuff because it just it's distracting especially at night i yeah. always watch shit at night and it's like man i don't want to fucking read all these words
1: <laughs> yeah like, i normally don't mind subtitles but yeah you're right after a while i get like i just need to watch something with english well and it, and- you end up
3: so concentrated on the words that you're missing the action happening right yeah. to try to follow along so
2: yeah and the mouth the mouth motions bother me after a while too like your mouth didn't say that good uh so that that premieres uh september 22nd on disney plus i'm not sure if they're dropping all so it's going to be nine sort of unique stories but all like in the same titan universe so i'm not sure if they're dropping them all at once or one at a time i did not pay attention to that do you know john
1: uh no but what you know i thought they were going to drop more than one episode of what if right they haven't done that so yeah that doesn't seem Um, to be a format so i'm gonna
2: assume yeah one at a time probably makes the most sense yeah
1: but i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna check it out this is cool and i think it's
3: a sort of a mature universe thing you can do right like it's harder to do to keep the star wars stories there's a lot in the star wars universe you can do right? But I think it'd be cool to to get these other takes and and have other people do things like this in the star wars universe and then a what if in the star wars universe would be really cool
2: i mean this almost that. this almost is a what if
0: <laughs> yep. Yep.
2: yeah i would love to see them do a what if but
3: right like do, did do the story of, what what if at the end of of empire luke decides to join vader he's like yeah, okay cool hey dad that's great let's do it they,
1: they did a comic series a while ago it was like the but I think they retook the name and made Star Wars Visionaries. Uh, that was like the last thing they did, right? Yeah. Um, this is Star Wars Visions. But it was something like Visionaries or something like that. And it was just, it was essentially a what if. And it was just okay. like, one or two things change, you know? Yeah. And I would love to see them do that. Let, Dave, rich- Filo- let yeah. Dave Filoni
3: and John Favreau do some animation and, and get cool storytellers and just say, okay, here's what I... Here's what i'd always wonder like what what if at this point in the story it goes this way right what if you know any number of things happens
4: yeah
1: um, so what if han solo came out of the carbon eye but he was dead right <laughs> like it killed him you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i would love to see that that'd be cool that'd Be really cool all right on to the big trailer i gotta take a break dude <laughs> 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 um spider-man no way home dropped their first trailer the other day and I had to change my shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) This was everything I wanted in this trailer and it showed you really next to nothing. It showed you like kind of what you already suspected and what the rumors have been here and there. It showed you next to nothing until you watched it two three four times then you started to pick up on really little things here and there but yeah, eric you want to walk us through a little bit of the trailer or walk us through the record first
2: yeah so um avengers endgame actually set a record for the most number of trailer views i didn't know this until until this one broke it but uh 289 million views in the first 24 hours of release which is Fucking wild! I can't even believe that number. This one, uh, uh, this No Way Home trailer, apparently beat it, logging 355 and a half million views in the first 24 hours. (laughs) Like, mind blowing! How many people were raring to watch this?
1: Yeah, I think I'm good for about a dozen of those. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so this is coming in theaters December 17th. Uh, All right, Eric, you, you. kind of walk us through shit better than I do. So I'll let you walk us through it. Then we can kind of comment
2: on things as we go. Oh, you got this one, man.
1: All right. I um, <laughs> yes, we open up. No, because you're usually better at watching the shit and pausing it. Um, <laughs> so, you are. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we open up with... Um,
3: Peter and MJ are chilling on the roof.
1: Peter and MJ on the roof. She's reading uh, the New York Post. And it's got... Um, on the cover, it's got like Spider-Man and it's just something like spider puppets or spider something, spider minions. And it's like him, it's Spider-Man, but it's got Peter Parker's um, high school photo over the head. And then the two little minions underneath them are Ned and MJ, right? Uh, and so she's reading about like, you know, the rumor is, you know, Spider-Man, uh, he's he, something like he can cast, uh, he, can, he can mind control women. Yeah. Yeah, hypnotizes women and whatever. And he was like, No, we can't do that. Uh and he's they're hiding out, you know, away from the, the crowds and everything. And then it kind of flashes quickly through the whole snippets of the end of uh Far From Home, where Mysterio uh released his secret identity to the world and J. Jonah Jameson is all over the internet because now the Daily Bugle is uh like a streaming news feed which is why they're reading the post and not the bugle yeah <laughs> so uh, you know they do the whole thing of everyone knows peter parker spider-man and is that when he starts doing the voiceover about like you know when mysterio released my identity to the world you know everything came crashing down kind of thing you know and it shows snippets of him walking through school and everybody holding up their phones on him and everything you know uh what else happens there's uh there's
3: there's scenes of of him in uh like a police interrogation room yeah yes right and asking him questions about when you killed mysterio and he's like no no no
1: yeah yeah he said no he's like i didn't kill him the drone shot him and he and they're like yeah your drones right he's like i wasn't in control of them you know uh it's funny too
2: handcuffed to this desk like you can't break out of that right (laughs) It's not a police station, though, I'm pretty sure, because if you remember in um, Spider-Man Homecoming, that that damage Department of Damage Control, mm-hmm. the guy that's interrogating him has DODC, like on a patch, yes. like right across his yeah. thing. So, yeah, it's not, it's, not the police or
1: they could be working with the police, but it looks like damage control handles, not just cleanup, but anything that goes wrong with avengers or whatever so this would be a major catastrophe for them to have to fix you know so yeah so they're interrogating him and uh the rumor is again and people have been freezing freeze framing this fucking trailer left and right the, the rumor is charlie cox is coming back as matt murdoch to be his lawyer and that's a very heavy rumor and they keep saying that like there's one shot of a guy
0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: In front of the window that you really can't see, but his body type isn't quite right. They they kept saying, that's Charlie Cox. And then the dude that slams the files in front of Peter. And they're like, you know, that's him too, because he does the same thing in Daredevil. I'm like, because he slams some files? I mean, (laughs) plus... If that's his defense attorney, why is he throwing shit at him unless he's just pissed that he gave up, you know, or that he fucked up, you know, stupid. I still think he's in the movie. I just don't think that you're seeing him at all, right? Yeah, that seems pretty. But it I like think because then you like after those shots or in between those shots, you do see him, like I said, walking through school and this and that, whatever. So I think what happens is after he goes on the run, because you see a shot of like him and Aunt May watching the Daily Bugle on TV, right? And there's sirens in the background. You see them flashing on the walls, right? I think after they run away, him and MJ, he goes back to Aunt May to check on her, and they're hiding out in the apartment watching the Daily Bugle announcement, and that's when Damage Control comes to get him because within that interrogation room, you see him still wearing the same clothes he was wearing on the couch, and Aunt May is in the interrogation room as well at another clip, right and then ned as well so i think that's kind of like the the flow of the story so to speak so they're going to come get him but then i think you're going to have that courtroom scene and matt murdoch is at least going to get him off not get him off get him i don't know something you know get, a, get him off on probation or something for now for everything he did to help and that's when you see him walking through the school, and everybody's got the cameras out, and whatever. Because you see him walking to the school, and they got like the protesters outside with the signs with his face on it, like a devil and everything. Mephisto. Uh- <laughs> Getting Mephisto in here somehow. Yeah, get him somehow. But then in the background, there are some that are like, you can't see him because they don't focus on him. They want to focus on the negativity right now, right? But in the background, there are some people that are there in support of him. You can see, like, you know, spider-man saved this or he's he's our hero whatever there's like our heart and spider-man i love spider-man you know whatever so there are some that love him uh so then he's home again he's like um i gotta find a way to fix this and he looks up at his lights and it's like little sorcerers it looks like dr strange so here he goes to Bleecker street i don't know what the fuck happened to the Sanctum santorum but the doors open up and it's all snowy inside yeah. like it, it, Strange has been hanging out with Elsa or something, but this thing is all like covered in snow and frost and ice. And when the doors open up, Strange is floating above the staircase, like right? Like he's apt to, and he's, but he's got the, um, the Cape around his neck, but he's got the, uh, he's got a parka and, um, like sweatshirt and a hoodie. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He looks like he's just chilling out in the winter and he's, you know, mr parker and uh, he says come on in and uh peter basically says you know i think i need your help sir and that was one of my favorite parts of the trailer he's like i think i need your help sir and dr Strange is like peter we saved half the universe i think we've gone beyond sir and he goes okay steven i need your help and (laughs) strange goes goes, all right a little weird but i'll allow it (laughs) So, essentially, Peter asks him to cast a spell to make everybody forget that he's Spider-Man. A la One More Day comic storyline that all the fans hate. So...
2: What is Strange?
1: Why can, said, I ask,
2: no. can I ask a question? Why is Strange so eager to do this? Yeah, that's fine. He has been like the don't fuck with the timeline, Correct. stop fucking with shit, quit messing around. Oh, for you, Peter, yeah, it's fine. We'll fuck sure. it all. You want me to erase everybody's memory? Yeah, no problem.
1: Two theories. One, Strains is still always kind of cocky. right? So he thinks maybe he can pull this off. Or three theories. Two, he, between the WandaVision shit and everything else that went on with Loki and everything, because all that shit is supposed to be happening about the same time, right? Uh, what if he feels a bigger threat coming and he knows that opening up the multiverse is a way to gain heroes to correct it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Or three, uh, he's really Mephisto.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Should have seen that Uh, coming.
1: (laughs) Can we pause it for a second? Let me let me go help him. He's got homework then he's gonna go to bed. I'll be like five minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go I I don't want to I don't want to stop this trailer. Sorry. (laughs) Go. All right, we're good. Uh, so what do you guys think would be behind Strange's casting this fucking spell?
3: Because it doesn't go well. I like it. I like that it's not him. I like that it's not him. It's I don't know who. Uh, Mephisto. Mephisto? I'll t- sure, I'll take Mephisto. Um, someone. I don't know that anybody in in this. Outside of the X Men universe, does the full sort of mystique, right? Total body impersonation, but but I'll take somebody impersonating him. Um, Yeah.
2: Don't know. Somebody that can do this magic though. Oh, I don't know.
3: Uh,
1: Uh, Was Agatha Harkness found a way out?
2: Yeah, that's true. uh oh sorry. You still got more, Paul? Otherwise, otherwise you gotta. It's something
3: terrible like, and this would be super lame. So I don't even. Like if a writer goes to Kevin Feige with this, that that the whole thing's a dream, like that guy gets mad. (laughs) (laughs) Even bringing up the idea, right? And like laughed at it. But but it's gotta be something that at the end, it either launches us into the idea of the multiverse or it's something that doesn't like, it's self-contained and doesn't actually happen.
1: Right, right. And the idea that this is definitely gonna launch us into the multiverse has been there. We've been talking about it, right? everything seems to be leading that way the fact that the whole spider-man's identity uh in the one more day thing in the comics uh like i said earlier he did go to strange first and strange said no i can't help you and then that's when mephisto popped up and was like i could do it i just need your marriage because that was whatever whatever and and fans hated it right if they could find a way to work still kind of work something similar to that into this, but have the fans love it, it'd be impressive, you know, to still take that storyline that fans hated because they're essentially doing it. They're, okay. they're, they're using magic, right? So whoever, whatever the reason is, either it's his, uh, his ego, he senses a greater threat or it's not really Dr. Strange. Uh, that's the three I'd go with. Um, you know what? I go ahead. I would say though, but well, because I'm going to get into like what happens when they start casting the spell. So whatever you want to say.
2: Well, I was just going to say, you know, Doctor Strange, at least in the MCU, has a knack for knowing what's going to happen in the future, so to speak, right? Because there's right. that moment in Endgame where he says, "There's 14 million ways this can play out." Right? How many of them do we win? One. One, and it was almost a signal to Stark for what needed to happen. You know but like he had already seen the play out so i mean maybe th- there's obviously something wrong because when when peter parker walks into the whatever the citadel it's fucking frozen like the whole yeah. thing's in ice Like what the fuck yeah. is going on right so something's clearly wrong but i mean maybe he sees this so this can be like a uh, a nexus event almost but he knows what the end is gonna be right. after it plays out
1: Right, yeah, and I, I wouldn't be mad about that either, because he's done it before. Um, so, yeah, so when Peter begs him to help him, he looks at him, and Wong comes walking through with his bags packed, and says, Strange, don't do this spell, and Strange says, okay, I won't, and Wong goes through a, a portal. Uh, I assumed he was on his way to fight Abomination, uh, <laughs> in Shang-Chi, uh, Shang-Chi, however they're pronouncing it, but somebody... Another video I watched said if you look in the portal, you can clearly kind of see the training grounds for um, from the first uh, Doctor Strange movie. The um,
0: If you're a woman over forty dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause.
1: the area they were in there i forget what what it's called but um it looks like it's that area like there's a temple there that looks just like it so maybe he's going back there for something There is actually
2: a temple there i'm looking at it right now there's a temple through the portal (laughs) yeah
1: so it could be he's headed back to um where their headquarters is for whatever reason but uh he says strange don't do this spell and then uh strange says I won't and then as soon as he goes to the portal he winks at Peter and then cuts to them in the basement in front of a cauldron very Harry Potter (laughs) yeah, (laughs) with a pensieve and shit right with the magic coming like his yellow magic is kind of being Mm -hmm. dripping it into the damn cauldron and everything and he starts casting the spell and he explains to Peter that you know this spell is going to Make everybody forget everything that led up to you, you know, the revelation that you're Peter Parker or Spider Man is Peter Parker. And as he's doing it, these giant circles start forming around them of Strange's yellow magic energy, right? And Peter steps into them with them and starts like, wait, everybody, you know, not MJ, hey, I'm, she's going to forget everything. Uh, what about? Aunt May and he and Doctor Strange is like stop talking, you know you're breaking up the spell, <laughs> and, and which he says it's like two things. He's like shut up, Peter. It's like stop, uh, you you screwing up the spell. And every time he mentions another name, the spell starts to get wobbly and fucked up. And then Strange loses it, but he manages to like condense all those rings down into a little thing. Uh, two things I noticed was one, the rings were very similar to the um that ring in loki the energy ring that um kang essentially said is the timeline and it it goes in a perfect ring basically remember Mm -hmm. at the end of loki said it's like a perfect ring it looked like the same energy but yellow and it was like flowing the same way but now he had multiple ones which would be the multiverse right and uh he had like four of them which would hopefully to me just throwing theories out there because i mean you already got some clue into it in the rest of the trailer and and the rumors you've got the sam raimi universe you've got the amazing spider-man universe you've got this one and then maybe that fourth one is the venom universe you know maybe they might not see anything from that yet but a possibility for something down the line right um or it could be the Fox universe with all the X-Men and shit. <laughs> Fantastic Four, right? Who knows?
3: Every time we do this, though, it turns out never to be that.
1: Yeah. But there is another, there's something else in there that we're going to talk about, too, because it could be Fox, too. Right? Uh, and then when they could... The, thing I, the other thing I loved about this is the whole thing that fucks up the spell is Spider-Man's inability to shut up, which is what infuriates all his enemies. He never shuts up. So I thought that was kind of a cool, like, uh, okay, yeah, Spider-Man fucked it up, right? So he drops this thing into a small circle, which essentially is what he puts in that container, right? Because you see it later on in the trailer, there's, like, Spider-Man is running around with this freaking box-looking thing, and that sphere of energy looks like it's inside of it. So either he's trying to protect it or use it to fix things. I'm not sure which. Um but on the on the Fox theory, and then we can get into the rest of the trailer, there is one scene when Spider-Man and MJ are kind of going through the city. There's a banner. You can see in the background what used to be Avengers Tower. And it's kind of reconstructed. And it looks like there's like um, an opening in the middle of it, like a bay for an aircraft. And in the front of it, it says something like, we can't wait for you to see what's coming. And along the banner, it looks like somebody's running or doing something, right? Like there's like, there's circles and the first one says one, two, three, and then question mark. I was like, you motherfuckers. (laughs) I'm like, that's gotta be the Baxter building now, right? (laughs) We were talking about, so who knows? It could be because it literally like it's right in front of what used to be Avengers tower and it's clearly the only thing that's missing out of that is the number four. So it's definitely, like, uh, hit your fans over the head with something, right? Uh, so you, you get into um, some more scenes of, like, Peter just running around like a maniac now. There's one shot of him running through an office, and it looks like he's got the black suit on. Black and,
2: yeah, the black and gold suit.
1: Black and gold suit, right, which is supposed to be, or rumor is, it's some type of magic-infused suit which is gonna help him with the multiverse battle. Something strange helps him whip up, I don't know. But it's a black and gold suit, so it looks cool. Uh, And I think that's when
2: you start to get the really big things in this trailer, right? Well, so there's one thing right before this, may not mean anything, maybe reading too far, far too much into it, but there is a little cut scene, maybe lasts a second or two, where it shows like this big ass dust storm Yep. In the middle of the city, and then fucking lightning bolts coming down. Yeah, and I and thought, hmm, what villains are going to show up today? <laughs> well, we know. All uh, right,
1: yeah. We now we know Electro is in it. He does not look like he did in the other one, so he's got more control over his powers or whatever. um That lightning is probably definitely him, but the sandstorm—something else—is somebody caught in a freeze frame was not only is it a sandstorm but as the lightning is coming down it looks like the sand forms a wall to block some of it so could it be thomas hayden church's sandman and he's still not a completely bad guy I mean, Maybe he's trying to protect peter at the end of this thing who knows we'll see but i think you definitely got sandman and electro right there in that shot um And Strange is also talking to him, like his voiceover, uh, explaining to Peter, like the whole thing is the multiverse is deconstructing or whatever's going on, because you want to live two lives. Your inability to stop that is causing most of this. Which
2: yeah, well, that's 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 a reference to the Nexus event stuff we saw in Loki. I swear, right? That's the timeline splitting, and he's Mm -hmm. going down one path and. The rest of the timeline is
1: not. <laughs> yep, and then you get the shot of it's a, it's just the street. People are running out of the way of whatever's going on, and there's a street full of cars. And then you see a pumpkin bomb roll down the street, come flying out of the sky and hit the ground. And you hear Willem Defoe's Green Goblin laugh as it hits. I hope and praise it's Willem Dafoe, like everybody's been talking about, and not James Franco or the kid from the second fucking Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, I'll throw a fit in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Willem Dafoe. Um, uh, yeah,
2: I'm thinking it's probably not going to be. You think so? You don't think it's going to be him? You hey, think I, I guess, yeah, that would actually be my guess, to be honest, but I mean, if you just look at the pumpkin bomb itself, like, that's nothing like the one that Defoe's character had. In, nah, in, uh... God damn it. <laughs> well, I mean, it could just be updated. Fine. I guess the Spider-Man here is nothing like the Spider-Man we saw then. Right, either,
1: it could but... be he got pulled from his universe and then started using technology here to make his shit. You know, there's yeah. no, no saying he had anything with him when he came here. But like that happens and then immediately after that out of more of the dust and the clouds and shit a giant robotic octopus arm comes flying out, slams into the ground and Alfred Molina looking very similar. They de-aged him in, the, in this one. You think so? I think so. He looks like it. Because he looks very close to Spider-Man 2 uh, Doc Ock. Uh, he Comes up out of the clouds and Tom Holland's Spider Man lands like he lands in a fighting pose on the car in a a suit and tie. And something I didn't catch was somebody else did. And they did a side by side of Tobey Maguire's Spider Man in the same fucking suit, (laughs) right? In one of his, in one of the Spider Man movies, the same exact suit, blue jacket and pants, the same color tie, right? Same thing. And he's standing there, and it cuts back to Doc Ock, and he goes, hello, Peter. And then Spidey suits up with his nanotech, right? Now, (laughs) one of two things is happening here. Either Doc Ock just associates Spider-Man with Peter Parker, and that's fine, or Disney's doing another one of their uh, Avengers... Endgame or Avengers Infinity War, where they put Hulk in the be- the fight scene, and that's not Tom Holland's Spider Man on that car, right? Right. That's possible. Awesome. I think that's what's happening. I think that's Tobey Maguire, because uh, that's something they're definitely not going to show a the trailer. They are not showing if any of the other Spider Men are in this, but I can almost fucking guarantee the way this thing is building, they're going to be in it. So yeah, so. What else happens after this? Um, that's about it.
2: This is yeah.
1: the whole trailer, right? He says, Hello, Peter. Yeah. And then it cuts to Spider Man. No way it's, at all.
2: I don't know what the purpose was, but I did find it mildly entertaining that John Favreau's little cameo guy in the car with a gawking face is included in the trailer. Yeah. Like, it's definitely not sure an important part of the movie. <laughs> it's just, just had to show the guy in his car. <laughs> oh no, he's happy. he's oh that's right, that's right. Oh,
1: yeah, he's uh that. yeah sorry, not the emotion, the guy happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. so he's probably trying to help Spidey and he's like, what the fuck? Everything's blowing up. Uh yeah, so thoughts.
2: Can't it's gonna be a wild ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Paul. Come out
3: tomorrow. I, right like, can't happen fast enough
1: yeah i i cannot wait for this fucking movie i lost my mind when i saw this i watched it like three times mm-hmm. in the problem <laughs> so i caught a few of those little things in there but yeah dude i cannot wait for this fucking movie
3: and this again, is the reason to go back to the like not i'm interested in saying chi and the ten rings i don't know it draws me to the theater this does 100%. yeah yeah mm-hmm
1: this and um ghostbusters in what november october whatever it is whatever day it is because they're coming out close to each other those two okay. movies that get my ass in the theater this one without a doubt i'm in the theater ready to go
2: ghostbusters uh, is
1: uh november 11th okay see so these things are about a month apart yeah i cannot fucking wait for these two movies um uh, Yeah, you know, I said it before with the end of Endgame. Like, I had no idea where they go from there. Holy fuck, they've got me hooked for this ride. (laughs) Between the series and everything else is going, and now with this trailer, uh, I'm still not 100% sure where the fuck we're going, but uh, I'm totally committed to it, and I've got all faith in Kevin Feige. Our Lord and Savior, Kevin Foggy. He hasn't missed it yet. This this one looks amazing. All right,
2: moving on. We'll uh, breeze through these. uh, Yeah, let's just do the box office real quick, just because um, it might be review related, and I'll skip the last stuff. So, uh, Candyman came out uh, in theaters and on demand August 27th. uh had a 20 million opening opening weekend it's done 27 million worldwide on a 25 million budget so i guess it's fine it was number one for the weekend um but the reviews i have seen have all been pretty much god awful people are saying like this is terrible never should have rebooted this (laughs) but that said not that it has any competition but it is number one for the weekend yeah so i am still gonna watch that one for sure uh um, yeah i'll watch it i, I think the on-demand is only like 3.99 or something anyway so it's not like one of those paid 30 bucks to watch it early bullshits uh, be- so yeah yeah we'll see uh free guy um which which we had talked about maybe reviewing at some point uh still doing pretty well it's uh it's up to uh 78 million domestic 179 million worldwide uh blown out that budget um and this was no this was no on demand that was that was theaters only um, it had the it had the number one spot for two weeks maybe some change until candyman came out uh and then last which is one we perhaps might review tonight uh jungle cruise was released in theaters and on disney plus uh simultaneously on the 30th of july almost a month ago now, sorry for being late, but, uh, it had a 35 million opening weekend. It's at a hundred million now, domestic and 187 million worldwide. And I think we're going to review that tonight. Maybe are we gonna do that tonight? We can do it tonight. (laughs) We're gonna do it some other time. But anyway, yeah. So, um, that's all there really is to talk about in the box office, sadly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can hit up the streaming next week when we do some more shit, but, um, then by then it'll be all be old news anyway so <laughs> uh i think the one key thing on the streaming that i did want to mention though is uh we've talked about it a couple times here is on disney plus you've got what if we're three episodes in uh are you guys all caught up with that because we need to know
2: no i've only watched the very first one i think the first two okay maybe by next week
1: if you guys can watch all the way through four we can review the first four episodes it's really good i like it a lot it's really good how many are there going to be? 23. One for every Marvel movie. Up until that point. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. Holy is. shit. They said there's going to be 23, one for every Marvel movie. Now, I don't know that every one of them is going to stick to an individual Marvel movie. Some of them kind of seem to. Like All, all three so far have kind of seemed to. But much like any what if, they go off on a huge tangent. But I thought I also read that at some point in there, like Nick Fury starts to assemble like a multiverse Avengers team out of these episodes. Which kind of goes along with what I was talking about doing an Exiles show. (laughs) This is kind of similar to that, which would be cool. Uh, I don't know what it's going to lead into or whatever, but I I would be down for that too. Like a a what if multiverse uh, superhero team that kind of goes around to alternate universes. That would be kind of cool but uh, i don't i don't know it, it could be a rumor because obviously none of us are sitting in the room with them when they plan this shit but that's nick, one of the
2: have read. nick furious timekeepers <laughs> yeah
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah so yeah watch those and we'll uh, we'll review the first four maybe next week all right and that'll be it for this episode you guys got any last minute things oh, no Get ready for Spider-Man, people. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, you know, the same same drill as always. Like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you think of what's been going on in our um, Geekly by Curious Weekly. And uh, <laughs> hit us up at whatifgeeks.com, whatifgeeks at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all that happy shit. And we will see you next week. Good night, Tony
3: good night mephisto good night stallone. posing, posing as dr strange
1: <laughs> good night stallone
2: yeah <laughs> i was gonna say forever but it was just a little <laughs> <laughs>